Hello, and welcome to episode 70 of How About This? France for 70. They what, say really? 60 and 10. Do 60 they? and yeah. 10. Those French. That sounds inefficient. No, it is. People mock them mercilessly right. uh, all over the place for their for their inability to, to have a number for 70. Why don't they? But they've got one for 60 but and one for 80. I think now they're just arrogant. They just refuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. they know yeah. they should yeah. have one for 70. Like yeah. all the other French-speaking countries like Belgium and all that have all adopted, adopted. A, a word. Oh, they? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but France has gone, nah, 60 and 10. And then, so if you have to want to say 64, it's 60 and 10 and 4. <laughs> oh, that's wow. just weird. 16, 10, and 4 is 74. That's what I meant to say. All right. I'm okay. not French. I get all, confused. All good yeah. with maths. We've Only the French. Only the <laughs> French I think we can that. establish my, my ability to maths. Only on this podcast. Yeah. I feel like in real life, I can math. Yeah. You're numbers I, guy. I do too. You love numbers. Yeah. You're my go to maths guy. But yeah. You're all about like the a, numbers. As soon as I get a microphone and some headphones, I just I, I lose my ability. Maybe the <laughs> headphones are putting pressure on a certain part of your brain. It is. Uh, now, we are recording. Uh, we are trying to combat the static that has yeah. played I our podcast. Spent, <laughs> I spent Boxing Day. I spent four hours by myself in the garage trying to... We got some advice from our longtime collaborator and friend, uh, Josh Abrahams, who's done one of our themes. Abrahams. 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 Uh, and uh, he uh, suggested... He's an audio uh, guru. He knows stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so he suggested detective work. Just strip everything back. Go back, right back to just the board and the computer. Yeah. Uh, plug one thing in at a time and just keep recording and talking. So for four hours on Boxing Day, <laughs> I was a fucking madman in this garage, just sitting in this position, talking to myself, talking and talking and talking. If we're ever stuck for an episode, I'll release that. <laughs> just Jason Static. <laughs> the Jason Static Talking episode. Static Detective. Uh, and so uh, I did the board, the board and iTunes just, uh, and uh, GarageBand just recording by itself. Nothing. 40 minutes, no static whatsoever. Right. And I'm like, all right, all right. Uh, so then I plug my microphone in uh, and uh, and that's it. Talk for a little bit, nothing. Uh, we're going to say a little bit, about 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then yeah. I plug the uh, uh, iPhone in, like the, the external port in. Yeah. Uh, and start playing songs, start singing along with the songs, which is a nice change from just talking to myself. Look forward to that, people, when we <laughs> release that. <laughs> and, uh, and then all of a sudden, static. <gasps> and I'm like, oh. It's the fucking music thing. So I take the music thing out, reset the computer, start uh, start talking. Static. Static. Oh, I'm like, what? But I just talked before on this. There was no static. Mm. There's no rhyme or reason to this. The whole time I'm doing this, I'm talking and Googling and often just reading what I'm Googling uh, up <laughs> as well, just to have vocals going through. I'm Googling troubles with this particular board. The whole shebang. Uh, I am started watching YouTube videos wow. uh, yeah, uh, to try to get onto it. It's a deep hole. And, uh, and, so, and I'm going, no one is ever having problems with this board. Then I realise that you can monitor straight out of the board so you can hear directly from the board. Right. So I plugged the headphones into the board, recorded for 30 minutes with all the channels up, all the microphones in, everything, music playing, no static whatsoever. I'm like, <gasps> that's not the board. It's, right. it's got to be God. the computer. Fucking detective. So uh, I start recording through iTunes again. There's the static. Duh. And I'm like, you fucking static. Do you mean like, garage, garage, garage band? band? Garage yeah. band. Yep. And, uh, and so I think, hang on, I'm going to change up audio recording programs. Yeah. So I downloaded Audacity, which is a free open source recording thing. Boom! Um, <laughs> Thanks for the win. If it's not open source, we don't we don't want it. No. Nah. Close and source. and wow. uh, it's not an attractive looking program, but no, I recorded not. for thirty minutes, everything up, music playing simultaneously, not one. Bit static, of free. static, steady, free. So, touching wood. This is our first full record on uh, Audacity. We're uh, garage t- band free for the first time in our in, in our, our now podcast seventy career. podcast history. But it's odd because Garage Band was fine for the first yeah. sixty podcasts. Yeah, like absolutely fine. Do you know what I think it is? What's that? Some kind of Apple built-in obsolescence, uh, right? Yeah, just updated, right? Right. You know, we've pulled all the features out, and we're going to charge you more. And right, it's just it's unbelievable because I was I'm thinking it's using the same audio codec to go through into this program. Right. So I thought it might be the same thing. 
Uh, but it seems to be a garage band problem. So, well, look, we're already four minutes or so into this podcast, and I so far have heard no static. No and static, and it sounds so clean as well. Like we were saying before, when we're doing testing levels, yeah. that it sounds yeah. really crisp. Yeah, it sounds very different. So and speaking of the good. technical specs of this podcast, um, a while ago you announced that we had switched. Switch switch to, to Omnicore. Omni. Yes. yes. Um, the, the most yep. evil sounding company ever. Omnicore? Yet, yeah, Omni. I, I, but Omni. Yeah, I notice when you share our podcast, yes. it's still on SoundCloud. Yeah. What gives? What gives? This, this is called Jason being lazy. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what gives with this. Because right. every time I've come to the point where I've had to upload a podcast, right. I've had stuff on that day and I've needed to sw- like just get it up quickly. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't sussed out Omni properly yet right. uh, uh-huh. to upload from there just yet. Yet. Okay. So uh, hopefully I have time to do that over the holidays and suss it out. But the, uh, I know just we mentioned about n- three Another four today. hours in the <laughs> in the shed just to sort that just out. Just to sort mm. it out. But yeah, I'm hoping we'll start uploading from Omni. That's just me being lazy because I okay, haven't figured it out. Because I was confused. Yeah, and I was like, I'll just do it through I'll just do it through this uh, SoundCloud one, one last time. Just one more. One last time. Poor uh, old Omnicore. They must uh, be feeling like... I know, they must be feeling a little left out. They made an effort and it's on me. We absorbed you without your permission. That's yes. because I've been trying to solve fucking static problems. <laughs> That's why. It's all right. Now that we're, yeah, we didn't, it's probably best that we didn't go to Omnicore until it was static free. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you want to clean stuff. That's oh, yeah. right. What's this fucking hack what bullshit? We We've made a mistake. Yeah. No, I, also to, um, I recently listened to our Christmas episode. Yeah, oh, I haven't listened to that one yet. Um, and during that episode, I just got to, I just got to clarify something because um, um, Jason was. In the middle of talking about Danny Minogue and Kylie Minogue, yeah. um, he was doing a little talk about Kylie Minogue mm. and how he hadn't met her. Mm-hmm. And right in the middle of it, I just interrupt um, and launch into a, a, a conversation about how I um, watched San Andreas on the, right. on the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And listening to it, I never explain why I, why I interrupt <laughs> with that at that time. Right. I just go into this big thing. We talk about San Andreas and 10.0 earthquake for a while. Mm. And then eventually we get back to talking about the Minogues. Right. Um, and it just sounds like, listening back to it, that I've just, 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 like, I've just, just wasn't even in. listening to Jason. I just jumped in with my own little story. And, but I remember why I why I was inspired to tell that story it was because Kylie Minogue is in San Andreas. Is, is she? Yes, right. she's got a small partner, which is why I suddenly launched into okay. that thing. I just wanted to clarify that, okay. just in case right. anyone was wondering um, why. I mean, to be fair, I do often launch in on. <laughs> Meaningless tangents, so it probably just blended in with the general pastiche yeah. of my um, of my but overall. There, was, there you know. was rhyme and reason behind this. Yeah, one. but that one, I just wanted to say, I did. There was a reason that the Minogues made me think of San Andreas. Yeah, yeah. And that's because uh, any Kylie Minogue aficionados out there. Kylie Minogue's got a little role in there. She's, nice. She's nasty sister of boyfriend. Oh, nasty nice. sister yeah. of uptight. boyfriend. Uptight. Yeah, she's sort of uptight. Because she did a bit of Hollywood work and then kind of dropped yeah. off the radar. She was in Street Fighter? She, yeah, she tried, but she never quite... Never cracked She it. never broke through. Much yeah. like her music career in America, she yeah. never quite cr- never quite cracked it. In America, right. she did, I think Can't Get You Out of My Head no, went to number one in America. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, that it, was a great uh, song. Maybe not number one, but it was like a big... It was on her, the was charts. her biggest Still hit. Is. She Still was big in America with that song. Oh, it's yeah. fucking amazing. And the film clip is awesome as yeah. well. Like she, looks like the sexy, she looks like a sexy Jedi for part of that film. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. She's got the hoodie with the yeah. slits and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Great 70, work. what number stuff have you got for us? Oh, 70. Yeah. Uh, look, once again, I've... There is no international dialing code for 70. Oh, what the fuck is wrong I with the world? I finally come up with a little, with a new way of doing the dialing code. We've got the international dialing code quiz. Left, yeah. Hang out to uh, dry. And ever since, pretty much, you know, we got two in there since I got a theme song and a quiz. Yeah. And they've dried up. I don't know when they're going to be back. Um, but I'll be looking forward to their eventual return. But it might not be till like 350 or something yeah. like that. Uh, Maybe there isn't one. I could do some research. I'm not gonna. Nah. No. I want to be why surprised when well, I finally yeah. look at my number facts and there's an international dialing code again. <laughs> yeah. Why Maybe. would you? Why, why would you ruin the track record of research and this podcast? I'm not gonna. <laughs> I refuse. Research that would take time out of our day. Yeah. Um, but are uh, there others? Are there going to be others though? Is that it? Maybe sh- we just no. Because uh, Sam Sam was filling in a uh, uh, form for our. We're, we're doing our seat allocation. Yeah. Uh, for our trip, upcoming trip that will be on the, when this uh, podcast, podcast comes, comes out. out. Uh, and and so she had to fill in uh, like the, the area dialing codes. And uh, and so she had a drop down menu with all the countries of the world, right? And she's going, look at all these dialing codes. And I'm like, I don't want to cheat. <laughs> I don't want to cheat. <laughs> but funny. 
She said there's ones here that are like 1,843, like 1,843. Yeah. Wow. Like just odd ones. Okay. Right, so, so you could go you could go from 900, have nothing for 900 episodes, yeah. right. then have a dialing code. Well, that's exciting. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm going to be so surprised. Yeah. So in 40 years, guys. <laughs> uh, but we are on a 70, which is, you know, one of those nice... Five tens, you know, it's a round number. Yeah. Um, so we do have a prominent wedding anniversary. What's the seventieth wedding anniversary, anyone? Oh, Seventy years of marriage equals. It was diamond, so it's gonna be platinum. We're locking in platinum? Uh I'm gonna go uh kryptonite. Never doubt Carl's knowledge of wedding anniversaries. Right. He's nailed it with platinum. Oh my Damn god! It. That <laughs> yes. was a pure guess. But you, I reckon it's an educated guess. I reckon somehow. I just thought it had to be bigger than diamond, you know? It's and what's be... bigger than diamond? Platinum. platinum. He knows that from hip hop. That's <laughs> Yeah, baby. <laughs> look at my grill. <laughs> Um, look, that's, that's my hip hop voice. Right. In, Olympi- yeah, in Olympic archery, the yeah. targets are seventy meters from the archers. Oh, Whoa. I did not that's know a that. big distance. And I, I always wished, I, I always wished that I could archer. Yeah, yeah, but I never could. Had, do you, have you ever had a like a semi-serious yeah. go at it? Like, yeah, yeah, we did it in PE a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, we did, but just with those shitty, not like the. Yeah, but that's not semi-serious. Not- I played volleyball in PE. I would call myself <laughs> semi-serious volleyball player. <laughs> Like I'm talking as an adult going down to a range. No, no, I haven't done that. No. There's a range near here. Is there? Yeah, near my place. I smell a how How about about this excursion. (laughs) And whoever loses the competition has to put an apple on their head. (laughs) (laughs) Really lose the competition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's that's a good idea. I reckon uh, how oh, okay. about this should do some archery. Uh, I'll look into the local club. I'll see. I'll Seventy minutes—that's a real long way. It, it is, is a long way. And then adjusting for wind and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's crazy. I think it'll be a while before we're, we're Olympic level. Yeah, like a couple of weeks before up to <laughs> Olympic level. But we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, and according to Wikipedia, seventy years is like the expiration of copyrights. Like seventy is years it? after the death of okay. the oh. whatever. I thought it was fifty. Yeah, so Seventy. Like, but, but there's could ways be, around that. Could now. be American. Like don't they just have to republish? It or something like that to maintain copyright? Or like the estate. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? There's who a lot knows? of loopholes yeah. in this day and age. Greedy bastards. Uh, 1970 in Australia. Oh. The um, stuff happened. <laughs> it's like the, the, the Wikipedia entry for 1970 is bizarre. There's like 15, 16 entries for January. And then, and then five more for the rest of the year. It's wow. like someone got really uh, intricately involved in in recording the events, yeah. and, just went, and fuck got it. to the got to the twenty second of January and went fuck this shit. Yeah, yeah. Or they died. And then it just goes April, May, July, October, and that's it. <laughs> right. That's it. After after almost you know, almost one a day for all of January. Um, Whoa. Uh, so that's. That's all I've got to say. But I don't, I don't want to talk about the events. No, I am yeah. going to talk about the events. Is there there was, um, good ones? The Melbourne Airport officially yeah. opened oh, uh, in July. At Telemarine? Uh, well, I guess. That's it, the it, was Melbourne, that's the one, it was probably just one. It was probably just a runway and one building back yeah. then. <laughs> just a shed. <laughs> shed. Uh, and also in October, a portion of the Westgate Bridge in Melbourne collapsed. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Of Killed 35 people. Yeah. Um, they... But they What's amazing is they just soldiered on and rebuilt it. Yeah. I feel like if that happened today, the whole thing would be shut down. Pulled become apart. A, become a memorial to the 35 people who died. True. You know, you'd never be able to go, go on that bridge or even think about building a bridge in that area again. Why did it fall well, apart, does it say? It's just shoddy workmanship, I yeah. think. Fuck. So bad. It's tough building bridges. You define gravity. Yeah, but there are bridges everywhere and there's not a lot yeah, of them Yeah, you know how many bridges have fallen down in their days? The, there was also Hundreds a bridge of thousands. <laughs> I'd say millions of bridges. There's <laughs> almost <laughs> every bridge that's been built it's has fallen, fallen down. down a little bit, just a little bit right. as they're building it's it. because okay. the culture of bridge building, <laughs> for some reason, is, is very competitive. Right. It's like you don't just build a bridge, you've got to build a better bridge. The best. A, a longer different bridge. bridge. The longest suspension bridge. This is bridge. the unusual yeah. bridge. Like yeah, they yeah. build bridges to be like... Focal points, yeah. uh, tourist yeah, yeah. attractions, yeah, like yeah. a real talking point for the town. Yeah, and so they were always bridges. Were always like this one's bigger than the last one. This yeah. one's curvier than any yeah. bridge has ever been. Let's build a bridge that's going to fall down. That'll bring yeah, in, yeah, yeah. That'll bring in the punters. Yeah, they went well. We've built every type of architecturally sound bridge. Yeah. let's start pushing the envelope. Yeah. I, I, I saw one of those mega structures, you know, giant mega structure yeah. Yeah, yeah. documentaries. Love and those. One of them was about uh, building a giant massive bridge. Yeah, and they start from you know miles and miles away. And they they're bridging this huge canyon, right? Uh, and they're just going. If we're even a, a, a quarter of an inch out, we're fucked. <laughs> it's like we got to be perfect. We got to spot on. 
If I had to be a, I can't build a table without being a quarter of an inch. Yeah, out. yeah. yeah. I, I guess that's why I'm not in charge of building bridges. But, <laughs> but it's daunting. I couldn't live with that stress. It's pretty hard. Months, and you're not going to know until it meets in the middle. I know, because that's the thing, isn't it? They build from both ends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they meet in the middle. It's like, oh, you guys oh. fucked up. No, you guys fucked yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> they always end up with those uh, like lightning bolt shaped bridges. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just Everyone just has to stop in the middle, to connect the middle. <laughs> hard right, hard left. <laughs> On you go. Just go over. Just half a step. Oh. <laughs> uh, we had some births in 1970, and we're getting close to our our we age. Are. Yeah. We are. Yeah. So you've got Dave Hughes, the comedian, a Easy. Melbourne comedian. Oh yeah. Um, you've got Ashley Pask. Don't even oh, remember from Ashley Neighbours. Pask. No, and he I released don't. he released a single at one point as well that Pask. did nothing at all. Yeah. And I saw him on a Neighbours reunion documentary. Like yep. they were talking about how the Neighbours is like a machine that just feeds through people. And, yep. Yeah. You know, hardly any of them get out the other side sort of yeah, yeah. any kind of fame or anything. And he was the most bitter man I've ever seen. Was he? he was. They filmed him doing his job, which was tending bar. Just fucking hating life. Because he was part of the generation just after the golden generation yeah, of yeah. Neighbours stars where they all made a big, pretty much. Your Guy mm, Pearce, yeah. Jason Donovan, your Kylie Minogue. Craig McLaughlin. Craig McLaughlin. Yeah, they, so they were all making a big. And I think he was just in the period after that. So yeah. he must have thought, I'm on Neighbours. I'm going to watch out. The Ashley boom. Pask train is leaving <laughs> the station. <laughs> oh, um, but, but of course. Pask derailed. Yeah, people, were, people had gotten enough of their Neighbours yeah. neighbor stars. Yeah. They're like, yeah, all right, we've got it. Yeah. You know, Craig McLaughlin and check one too. Yeah. Which was a great album, by the hey, way. Hey, Mona. Um, Did you have the album? Yes, I had the album on, um, the on album. vinyl. <laughs> on vinyl? I probably still got it. I should check my. Wow. I should check my collection. That would be worth a pretty penny. Why wouldn't it to be? Someone. I'm the only person who bought it, so. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's if one you of put a it kind. On eBay, eBay. All the others are in landfill. If you, you put the it on eBay, Atari game. Craig McLaughlin would buy it off you. <laughs> He'd just rock up on your doorstep. <laughs> Have you got that album? <laughs> He's got crates. He's got crates of them. Oh, he just gives them out. Crates McLaughlin. <laughs> and um, also in 1970, Jermaine um, Greer published her book, The Female Eunuch. Nice. Ah, yeah. Which reminds me of... Um, oh, hey, how are you going? <laughs> oh, oh, I heard someone talking about the female eunuch. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh come in, lads. Oh, hey, how are you doing? It's a seminal work. Can we say that? Seminal? Yeah, oh, I think we can still say seminal. Yeah. As long as your intention's pure. Okay. You know, as long as you're not trying to make a joke about it. Yeah. I'm not. No, and we are semen, so we've got to be no we've got to be yes. sort of professional Seminal, about yeah. the, about the word words. Yeah, um, that's so right. If anyone can be trusted to say words that sound like semen and it's not semen. make it funny, it's it's pirates. I reckon that's true, especially feminist pirates such I, as we. If anyone makes a semen joke on a boat, off they go. Oh, we've lost. Oh yeah, at least. At least 60% of our crew That's right. we there lose was... to poorly timed semen jokes. That's right. There was Sexist Dave. And I don't make any apologies about saying goodbye to Sexist Dave. No. He was foolish to even come aboard our ship. Oh, God. Now you've, uh, you've He read... signed a code of conduct. I did. He did. Yeah. With you've his good hand. You've read the, the uh, female unicorn. Can you sum it up first? It's, oh. it's, well, I'm oh. going to pull you up there, Terry. We're going to have to stop you there, Terry. <laughs> it's... Can I call you Terry? Oh, yeah. yeah. Arr. Arr, good. Uh, it's not the female unicorn. No. Uh, it's a common mistake. Yeah. Um, oh, that's oh, hang on, that's a Tim Tin book. That yeah, I that's, a, right, that's yeah. a completely the female eunuch is what I meant. Yeah, that's the right. female eunuch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by Germaine Greer, who's a fierce. She's a fierce lady who who's not afraid to say what she feels. Ah, uh, yes. Like, and that's how we like them. It's um, true, women. In a time where people didn't do that. That's necessarily. right. That's frowned right. upon. That was what was unusual about Germaine. She yeah. said, "You know what." I can I can say things in a way that you're not even ready for. Yeah. Because society aren't ready for someone like me. And society. she was right. They weren't ready. No, and it had to catch up. Society. Like we did in our early days. We all days. did. Oh, we we all was behind the eight up. ball of we feminism. Were all, we were all about exploiting women and That's making right. poor jokes. I remember when I first read The Female Eunuch. Really? It took my breath away. Really? I was, I was more flabbergasted than I've ever been. You know, because I found the female eunuch. I followed a treasure map. Remember that first trip we went on. That's right. We followed, uh, we followed that treasure map. That's right. From uh, spotty bearded Dave. That's all spotty bearded. Here is a good guy. Yeah, he, had a, he could tell a story. That he was guy. much nicer than sexist Dave. That's right. Oh, he was much more Dave. progressive, and he yeah. he basically set us on the course of feminism. He, he did, did with his dying breath. Yep. He gave us that that treasure map. He said, "Follow this map, and you will find." 
the true treasures of life. That's right. And, and we, we were went, all like gold. We were going, oh, 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 rubies. rubies. I like yeah, rubies. rubies. Yeah. We had we had sparkling gems in our mind That's when we right. set, course, set sail that day. But little do we know, reading that book, no. it gave us a whole bunch of sparkling mind gems. Six That's months we right. followed that treasure map. We ended up on that desert, desert island. And we had to follow. We found the palm tree marked with, a, marked with an X. And we had to eat Sexist Dave. Because we'd been there for so long and run out of food that he was sexist and, and he, had yeah, he, he, yeah, he had to so go. Yeah, so we ended up eating him. Yeah, we could we could have drawn straws or we could have taken the most sexist one amongst us. Yeah, uh, which was quite progressive at the time because we haven't even read the female eunuch then. No, no. But, but when, when we were absorbing its power on the beach, that's so. yeah, true. we could feel it. There was something wrong about him. There was change in the wind. And it was buried underneath the sand. And we followed. We found the palm tree. And yep. we walked 17 steps to the to, to the east. That's right. And four steps to the south. And, and we started we crossed, digging. We crossed that bridge with that odd step in the middle. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, it's like the lightning bridge. The yeah, lightning, lightning bridge. bridge. That's right. Yeah. And then we, we dug and dug. And we found that box. In, and we thought, we found it. Here it is. Rubies and gold for all. And we opened that lid with anticipation. And inside was a female unicorn. No, no. no. Well, that, that book was there too. There, oh, there was yes. two books in, yeah. that, in, that, in that chest that day. The female That's unicorn, right. yeah. which was a beautiful tale it's of, a great a, oh, of the only fun. female unicorn yeah. in the village. That's right. It's a fun rambling ting ting book, that it one. It's a good one. And then underneath that, in the secret compartment, after we'd read the female unicorn, we thought that's not much of a treasure. No, I don't. These is these isn't the rubies that I thought they were. No, there's we no thought, mind gems there. No. And then you suggested maybe there's a secret compartment. That's right, because I'd seen it once in another story called yeah. the secret compartment. And that's right. <laughs> yeah. And so we we looked around. Yeah. We knocked and we we do it. We we measured the the dimensions of the chest. We yeah, went, you know what? These dimensions don't add up. It doesn't. It I, does not make sense. This tre- chest has a panic room. That's, That's what right. I thought. There's a secret room here. And we got in there. We did that little when that little flap unfolded, <laughs> and we thought, oh, here we go. Oh, rubies and jewels. Spotty bearded Dave has, has surprised us one last oh. time, and there was Jermaine Greer's book. Yep, the female eunuch, the only copy in existence. That's and I. Right. And I won't lie, we were disappointed at the time. Oh, because I, I, I said that yes. that's paper. That's not rubies and gems. I thought it was a whole bunch of clues to I, where the rubies and gems were. Oh, that's I right. thought it was the sequel to the female unicorn. Oh, uh, so I was happy in some well, ways because I wanted to see. They did leave it, it hanging. Was they, it was an open-ended thing. It was open for interpretation. Maybe I'll write a female unicorn too. Oh, it's, that's up to you. I think you could do. Follow that. your All dreams. Right, yeah. All right. Uh, but then I sat there and I thought, well, make the best of a bad situation. Let's read that book. Yeah. And I, I, as I said, I was flabbergasted by the breadth and tone of her work. There were hard truths. There were. And we read a page at a time. Out loud. One of us, yeah, we read to each other. Right. It was beautiful. Uh, uh, here's a little bit about Germaine Greer and her work. All right. Uh, just to refresh your memories. Yeah, I know, I'm listening. I know it's still fresh in your mind. Heart it can't mind. hurt. I mean, it's deeply embedded in me, but it can never hurt to it's hear it. In again. this work, Greer references the loss of women's freedom. That's Correct. Right. True. Uh, she argues that men hate women, which, I mean, I, you can deny time. it. You could deny it, and many, time. many people these days would say not all men. No, not all men. Uh, but deep down, there is, uh, and at that time when she was trying to make these points, it resonates. It really all men did. hate women, and yeah. though the latter do not realize this, the women are taught to hate themselves. I'd say that's true. And that this was is the harshest just, truth of all. Really. Yeah. This is just this is gets to the core of society's ills. That does, and and this is what Jermaine Greer says: the freedom. That I have pleaded for 20 years ago. So this is in more contemporary times yep. she's saying Either. this. Yep. Uh, the freedom that I pleaded for 20 years ago was a freedom to be a person with dignity, integrity, nobility, passion, pride. Uh, and the pride that constitutes personhood. Freedom to run, shout, talk loudly and sit with your knees apart. Freedom to know and love the earth and all that swims, lies and crawls upon it. Most of the women in the world are still afraid. Still hungry, still mute, and loaded by religion with all kinds of fetters, masked, muzzled, mutilated, and beaten. She's, she's right there, and that I've brings a tear to ta- my eye just to hear it. I've got that tattooed it. on my chest, guys. That's true. I look at that every day when I wake up in the morning. You do. Just to refresh. And so she fought hard for, for, to, to, uh, to, to make this, to forge a path for femin- feminism. And she threw the gate wide open with her book. But I tell you... 
I don't think society walked down that path very far. They no, haven't. some did. I think some jumped on that unicorn and rode it as far as it could go. And then there are others that refused to ride the unicorn. It's very hard. I, it's a battle we're all still fighting. And that gate that she threw open, it's a little rusted now, isn't it? It's a little, yeah. it is. It's a little rusty around the hinges. It is. And people look at it with a little bit of, a little bit of sadness and almost yeah. uh, like a missed opportunities, really. Yeah. Because I think that they got, you know... They got a little bit of equality and a little bit of that. And I think everyone went, what are they complaining about? They got some of it. Yeah, we but opened they didn't the gate. get all of it. We yeah. opened the gate. Yeah. We showed them there's a path there. And sure, we closed the gate mostly over so only one person at a time could get through. Yeah. We you make it very l- difficult to walk down the path. Yeah. Yeah. You sure. can lead yeah. a sexist horse to water, but you cannot make it drink. No, you, no, can. you can't. It's That's a hard behavior. It's a hard behavior to change. It is. It took us a little while, and we've been holding each other accountable. That's, That's right. the thing. That's true. That's the thing. You've got to hold each other accountable. It- Ultimately, hold yourself accountable. That's true. If you find a sexist Dave aboard your ship... Why not cast him overboard and eat him on a desert island when That's you're under? That's true. But first, try to let him know of his behaviours. Say, hey, Dave. Give him a chance. Give That's him the bit, tools to that's change. That's a bit uncool, Dave. Yeah. Dave, what you said there is not right. I mean, that's what we do on a ship now. We have it to. Well, yeah. Because it's in, it's still ingrained in us. We it's try. Ingrained. We call be... ourselves feminist pirates, but yeah. I tell you, we've still got a long way to go. A and long we way to that. go. Oh, yes. But we're trying. It's the goal. We called ourselves what our goal is. The ultimate goal. All right. To be feminist pirates. Well, I'm going to go retire back to my cabin now and read the female eunuch yet again. Would you mind reading it out loud so I could come along and... Oh, God, you can come to my chamber and you, I'm going to write the sequel to the female unicorn. I think that's that a great, great idea. It's oh. going to have a female lead character, too. Oh, wow. That's great. I really like that. Yeah, we keep talking. No, we keep talking and he keeps doing that. He did not. Oh, that's all. See you later, guys. See you. Oh, See ya. set sail. Oh, it's always oh. fun to have a visit from the feminist pirates. It's always a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, often, they often get inspired by number facts. That's they true. Do. Especially that's when true. we're in the 70s and the 60s. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's when they were fighting their hardest. Yeah. Well, powerful stuff. Powerful uh, stuff. And that's, that's 1970s in Australia. Nice. Right. How are your Christmases? How was how Christmas? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, uh, let me update, because the last episode people would have heard was our best ofs, and I was talking about how my best of movie, though I was about to see it in 12 hours' time, would most likely be Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yep. Yes. And it is. <laughs> oh, my God. It's knocked Mad Max Fury uh, Road off the perch. Off the, uh, it was so good. It was so. It was everything I wanted to be, and it's not a perfect film, no. but it's a good Star Wars film. It doesn't right. need to be perfect. And that's yeah, no. all I wanted. It was it was everything I, I was asking for. It was adventures. It was character-driven. Uh, it, it had a great sense of humour. And it looked amazing. It just took me back to Star Wars times. Well, we still awesome. can't talk much about it. No, no, no. I don't want to spoil still haven't yeah, seen no, it. No. Well. Hey, but you liked it so much that you went back the next day with your family. I, saw, I took Clementine to see it at uh, IMAX at 9 o'clock in the morning. And we uh, saw it in 3D there. But my uh, my family, uh, Sam and Joss, don't like 3D. Right. Uh, and Joss has Makes a motion sick. Yeah. Really? And so, yeah, so uh, they went, no, 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 that's all right, you guys go. So we went and saw it there and loved it. And then, of course, things happened in the film that uh, I did, we couldn't talk about the film much. No. So, apart from the fact that it's Ace. Yeah. So, uh, and, and uh, not, you know, I want to be able to talk to my wife and my family. <laughs> yeah. So it seemed like too big an obstacle to have right. between us. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we booked tickets and we went and saw it the next morning. So I saw it twice in 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was just as good the second time we saw it in 2D, but in a uh, big Cinemax kind of thing. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was just as good as the, the second time around. Really loved it. However, the second time around, I, I had something happen to me in the movies that <sighs> I've, I've never, I've told the guys about this. But I've never had this happen to me before. Uh, it was a sold-out session, so every seat was sold. Yep. Uh, it was in uh, Eastland Cinema. It's just been redone up, so all the seats are like crazy uh, like gold-class gold class seats. seats. They yeah. all recline. They're all wow. amazing. Um, and so we're in there, and I'm in the second row, but it's still far enough back to be comfortable, and we've yeah. got these reclining seats. There's a family next to me, and they are the loudest popcorn eaters uh. you have ever fucking heard. I'm talking about pick up one piece of popcorn, and eat with your mouth open, <laughs> singular pieces, chomp, 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 chomp. This is happening through all the previews, and and I'm so glad I, I managed to see the film the day before. I had yeah. no incidents of of, uh, of of cinema disruption. Yeah, and but I was still getting really tense. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is with this family? <laughs> and so, uh, and that was the wife and the kids eating the popcorn really loud. Then the dad who's sitting next to me gets a popcorn. 
starts picking up pieces of popcorn just after the movie started. And I'm already redlining. Yep. I'm already redlining. Yep. I'm sitting as far as away from I can with my hand over my ear so <laughs> I can't hear it. And I, I've been throwing death stares down. I've been doing everything I can. And so then this guy starts getting pieces of popcorn. This is what, this is what I heard, all right? Russell, 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 Russell. Picks up a piece. <laughs> <laughs> And then chomp, 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 loud as his kids. This guy decides to blow on every piece of popcorn he picks up three times. Oh, Jesus. And, and, it was, and then he'd rotate it halfway, blow, rotate it halfway, was he blow. Was salt or something? Yeah, I think he was trying to blow <laughs> that, the salt off. That shit's absorbed into It was the, the loudest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I lasted one minute <laughs> and leaned across and I went, can you stop blowing on your popcorn? <laughs> That's a fair request. Yeah, I think that's, that is that's a fair request. Just stop. And then I went back far away as I could because I, I didn't want to accidentally stab him in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. And his wife leant across and went, oh, geez, that was a bit rude. And then, rude. Th- then I looked across and shot him a hate stare again. And they were like, all right, we should... We should that's probably the guy from the telly. It. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It was—I've never had that happen before. Oh, it was wow. like a OCD. Every piece of popcorn, three blows, three blows. Wow! One blow, rotate. One blow, rotate. One blow, rotate. Chomp, chomp, chomp. Loud as fuck. <laughs> he probably unacceptable. Had to, he probably after that cinema had to go and have a session with you know a psychologist. Had, you know what happened though? Crazy OCDness. I, I, I took Joss out to the toilet halfway through, oh. and I went to the toilet while she was there. Uh, right. While she went to hers, he comes. Posts up next to me. <laughs> Takes his willy out, blows on it three times. <laughs> and I'm like, do I say anything? Do I apologize? Do... No, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything. But he, he posted up right next to me. There's, there's 40 other fucking stalls. He's he just, came to rumble. He's fucking with you. Yeah. I reckon I he came to rumble. Like, What's going you on, have, dude? You should have James Bondy's head into the sink. I was so tempted. All I needed was one blow in the toilet there. That sounds <laughs> <Yeah>. really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Got to think these things through. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so yeah, so I did see it twice. It was just a good the second time around, and that occurred, which uh, I, I, I'm still dumbfounded in, in the middle of the night. I, if I just hear, oh. <laughs> yeah, so if so you're out there great. and you're going to a cinema, don't blow on your popcorn. There's yeah. never a time or a place where that's acceptable. And so, that shit is absorbed. Into yeah. popcorn. You're not accomplishing you're anything. Not getting, there's because you know what? You don't have salt on your fingers when you're eating popcorn. There's yeah. no fucking no. salt anywhere or anything like that. It's all. In the popcorn. Yeah. Anyway, the question was, how's your Christmases? I, 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 I backtracked it to Star Wars uh, just to update the uh, best of edition. It was indeed my film of the year. Nice. Um, uh, so how was your Christmas? Good. We got, we were, um, we went down the coast. So we were down in Apollo Bay and we were staying uh, outside of Apollo Bay in this place called Wangara. Uh, and we were debating whether we wanted to stay there for Christmas Day or leave on Christmas Eve and have Christmas Day elsewhere. And we ended up not being able to choose because there was a booking made. So we had to leave on Christmas yep. Eve. Uh, and then the next day, all that fucking road and stuff got closed down. Yeah. Yeah, they evacuated towns. The people Victoria. that came into that house after us got evacuated. Wow. Like we were like, fuck, we dodged a bullet. Yeah, because the bushfires swept through yeah, that yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. Houses destroyed. It on was Christmas madness. Day, it's like yeah. 60 houses or something. Oh, like man, it. It's a that, lot. Like I think it's like 100 now. Wow. Or, wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so you dodged a bullet. It was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were, but, but it's so, weird. So you were sad to start with. You're like, oh, we've got to leave just before Christmas. Oh, this is the worst Christmas ever. <laughs> Turned out, best Christmas ever. But we got to drive. We stopped in Lawn. We went for a swim at Lawn. And, you know, like Alexander boogie boarded for the first time and stuff. It's like everything great. was great. Yeah. Yeah. And then we Carl. found out, like, we were, you know, like we got home the next day. And then Miria's old boss, who's this really cool guy, and he came to our wedding. He's got a farm near there. And so we're like, I was like, oh. And so she contacted him and was like, yeah, look, it was heading towards us and it was like, it became too late for people to yep. evacuate. It was like, you're just going to have to stay and yep. see it out. And hope for the best. It came really close to them and then the wind changed oh. and they were Ooh. like really happy. But also like, then they're like, yeah, but now the, it's, it's just destroying towards, all this yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's going straight towards Lawn now and all these other places are going to get destroyed. Like it's yeah. a really weird thing. Like, hooray, we survived. And it's like, but not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just good fortune. Crazy. Yeah. So yeah, it was, that was kind of yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Christmas was great. I love Christmas. It's just a very relaxing time for me. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. I don't have to, all all the your normal uh, life worries and concerns and responsibilities and yeah. logistics sort of melt away for these um, couple of days because I've got the two two day. It's, it ends up being a three day festival because I've got um, 
the Christmas Day with Bridget's family. Then yeah. I've got uh, Boxing Day with my family. Yeah, and then then the, the day after Boxing Day, I go to the cricket with you with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. so there's three days where I just, it's just a very relaxing time for me. Yeah. I quite enjoy it. I like the cricket because it is relaxing and stuff. But it is those days are long and you yeah. eat and it's all very. Yeah, we oh, went, so going yeah, to the cricket. That, it's just that like, was oh. yesterday for us. Yeah. We had a great day at the cricket. It was really nice. Uh, we uh, met a friend, came up and visited us uh, right. uh, on the top floor. There, yeah, it was a lovely, lovely day. Mine was all right. My uh, my old man's been a bit poorly, mm. uh, as uh, I've mentioned on the podcast before. So Christmas Eve was kind of uh, stressful, just dealing with. Uh, trying to get dad from his care home to home. Right. Uh, and I was kind of worried that he, once we brought him from his care home back to his home, that he'd just be like, fuck, I'm not going back there. Right. Uh, I was worried he was going to do an escape out of your car. Yeah. Start <laughs> <laughs> the traffic license, <laughs> commando yeah. roll. Yeah. And and so, uh, but he got very tired very quickly in the afternoon. Right. And, uh, and by the end of the day, he was just like, Take me back, okay. <laughs> please take me back. Uh, so it wasn't much of a hassle, which was which was good, and you know it's always not great leaving your old man in a in a home over Christmas time. But um, so we uh, we kind of had that, and that went okay considering. Uh, and then Christmas Day we were over at uh, Sam's family's house, and that was a lovely lovely lunch and nice. um, really nice. That was really nice people to be around and really easy going. Yeah, and then yesterday was cricket, so I, I kind of yeah. had the same thing. The, yeah. And, the, uh, you know, Christmas presents were minimal. Oh, yeah, I, I should tell you, we we fucked up Santa, <laughs> like, so bad. Because um, we don't do, put too much weight on Santa. My youngest is 10, and I'm pretty sure she knows better, but she's still towing the line. Yeah. Uh, so what we what we do for Santa Claus is always do stockings, stocking stuffers, little things, and then one bigger present for the family. Yeah, um, from Santa, uh, and so we get, we're just about to go to bed, and Sam goes, "We don't have anything for so- stocking stuffers. <laughs> We've got nothing," and we just start flipping out because we'd bought the big Santa present. Yeah, yeah, and we're about to wrap it, and then we're like. Oh, fuck stockings. So we're going through. I come out to my garage. I'm starting grabbing toys from the garage <laughs> that I think the girls haven't seen. Going through like, oh, here's a, here's a pencil sharpener that we haven't opened. Like we're just putting heaps of shit wow. in there. <laughs> here's some paint samples. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. It was kind of like that. We're just fucking grabbing anything. Spare bricks. <laughs> so we managed over the next kind of 30 minutes to one, not wake the girls up and two, get two, to- two stockings worth of Small things together, wow. and we were like high fiving, like yes, fuck, that's Dad, great. Santa gave me a bottle of red wine. <laughs> <laughs> what is, it's opened as well, <laughs> and then and then so we went to bed, and then I, I got woken up by Sam just going, fuck, 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 and I'm like, what? She went, we left the Santa presents on the. Di- we didn't wrap them. We, <laughs> we didn't wrap the Santa presents, and so. Um, and Jocelyn was clearly already up and making right. noises downstairs. So we were like, well, what are we going to do? And it's like, we'll have to talk our way out of this one. So we went down and she's like, there's all these, there's these presents on the kitchen bench. And we're like, oh, Santa must have come in. The dogs must have chased them away. <laughs> like, I heard the dogs go off around three o'clock. <laughs> I just thought I didn't want to go down and scare Santa. He must he must have really packed his dax and just <laughs> left left a presents on it. And Justin's like, Yeah, all right. <laughs> whatever, as long as you get presents, <laughs> whatever, man. And so yeah, we totally fucked the Santa She's Like, whatever, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Been drinking this red wine I've had in my stocking. This red coil is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was our, our, our Christmas morning misfortune. But otherwise, it was it was a great time. That I've got a Christmas, I, not a Christmas thing, but I've discovered this on Christmas. I'm pretty calm on the roads. Like I'm pretty zen normally. Yeah. I don't get too fired up. Like I think out of the three of us, Jace, you probably get. I get, I've a seen bit you get pretty angry. It's um, not like me to get angry though. But <laughs> no, no, no. But just the stupid things. Yeah, yeah, It's not yeah, like yeah. you know, oh, whatever. But I'm driving down the freeway coming back from Geelong to our place. It's like three lanes wide, and there's just. I'm doing 80 and it's 100 because the cars in the right-hand fucking lane are doing 80 instead of pulling across into yeah. the two other lanes that they could be in yeah. to let all the cars go past. Yes. And so car and then you just get fucking Christmas dicks that are like, well this person's doing 80. I'm going to fu- I'm going to punch a hole through there that are fucking weaving through three lanes of traffic trying yeah. to get around these cars that are doing 80. It's like Merry Christmas. <laughs> like just fucking fuck off. Yeah. I, I, I always get so satisfied when I see someone pulled over on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah. Like, particularly on a freeway, I'm just right. like, you yeah. must have been a dick. Like, yeah. good on you. 
So yeah, that's that's my kind of that's where I draw my pluses when I'm on freeways and stuff. Because <laughs> I've been on freeways a lot with Dad. Dad's uh, across the other side of Melbourne, so I'm often on freeways now. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just uh, yeah. When I see someone pulled over, I'm like, high five! Yeah, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> One less stick on the road. Yeah. Uh, now we had a film to uh, uh, yes. to review. Uh, what shitty uh, Netflix film? Film. Now when we talked about this last, I was saying that it had three stars on my Netflix. Flix algorithm. I had four. Right. And then... And then when I turned it on yesterday, one star. Yeah, mine had dropped down to one. Mine, no, what, mine was one and a half. No, mine was square on one. Because when I saw when it was I four, went to turn I was it on. like, because this is a Netflix film, they're just fucking, you know, Bumping rigging it. it. Yeah, yeah, they're just saying, yeah, four, four stars, we made this. All the stuff we make is cool. Yeah. Um, now and you then had it dropped right back. You also had, we were discussing this at the cricket yesterday. Yeah. You had some confusion about this film. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> apparently... I was like, hey, are we going to review that Hateful Eight? And you guys are like, no, it's not, it's not that. It's like, it's the Ridiculous, ridiculous Six. Yeah. six. And I'm Hateful like, Eight is the new, very good looking Tarantino. Yeah. Western. And so I'm getting, and then I drove past the Aston the other day and it's like, Hateful Eight, 70 mil. And I'm like, this film's probably, I reckon we've got it wrong. I reckon it's going to be a good film. It's only Asta, <laughs> 70 mil. They're making this big deal of it. I'm like, I'm getting excited about having to watch this film. And I got, I just thought it was the same film. So right. I was like, I didn't know it was Tarantino, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's a really good director attached to this. Yeah. I reckon this is going to be actually good. It's going to be the first one we come in and we're like, good yeah, film. the film is awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I'm totally no. wrong. Yeah. Totally no. we were not so watching, wrong. We were not watching Tarantino's excellent new film, Hateful Eight. We Fuck. were watching Adam Sandler's terrible new terrible. film, The Ridiculous now, Six. Now, normally we'd, t- we'd say spoiler warnings here, uh, but... Basically, if you watch this film of your own volition, then serves you right. Serves yeah. you right. There's no, there's nothing to spoil. There's nothing to spoil here. There's, I sat down with pen and paper, all ready to go, and the film it was on for like two minutes. I went, nah, fuck it," and I threw it down on the <laughs> ground. It was like, "Fuck this! I'm not writing anything. I'm not wasting more of my time <laughs> and energy on this fucking film." I saw that it was two hours long when we started. I know. I, I fucking like, almost called you guys and said, "Can we fucking just not do this?" <laughs> like, it's two. I was like. Two Come on, 90 life. minutes. Come on. Yeah. Adam Sandler, surely. Well, I don't know. Look, I'll tell you. It was a terrible film. Um, but in, in summing up this film, I'd say it had the bones of a good film. Yeah. Yes. It's like it could have been a I good film, but it was that. like a good idea made by idiots. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking about that this morning. I was trying to look for some redeeming qualities. Yeah. And even some of the scenes themselves are good ideas, yeah. but they're just terribly just like executed. like three films. Like it's like it's... You know, it's got that kind of dark comedy part, kind of like 48 Hours or something, you know, like it's yeah. comedy action yeah. sort of stuff. And then it's just got fucking ridiculous, shitty, lame, not, not even slapstick. Slapstick's good, but just gaggy shit uh, comedy. Yeah. Like, it's like, hey, fucking a donkey. It's like someone wrote a good film and then they went, hey, maybe we should get Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider to, 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 re- rework, to the rework the script so it's, uh, it's, it connects with the younger generation. I fucking hate Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, yeah. I, wrote, yeah. I fucking, I, every time I see him, and it's, Particularly in those movies, like yeah. Adam Sandler movies, he's always he's acting in a different film. Yeah. Like he's he's like I'm fucking crazy, and everyone else is acting. Well, that's what, what I had. Oh. So let's go back to the stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's my that's my summary. It was uh, it was what could have been a decent film, but made by idiots who had no one telling them like, no. Yeah, he's yeah. Adam Sandler's skills. He had some awesome skills and things. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it could have should have been cool, cool but yeah. wasn't. Yeah, wasn't at all cool. Yeah. So no. the premise of the film is Adam Sandler is a orphan child who was raised by. Uh, Native American Indians. Yes. Uh, or Native Americans. I, I'm not sure what the PC term is. Native American, not Indians. Indians. No, off, just Native off, Americans. Native Americans. And so. Uh, Apaches. Apache. So, uh, Redskins, Indians. That's what uh, Apaches are an actual tribe. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm totally aware of that. Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> Carl knows his. I fucking know. American I know everything! <laughs> <laughs> Particularly how shit this movie is. Give me a Ask quick me a <laughs> Come on! I need validation! And so uh, it also goes. It also harks back to white men playing uh, Native Americans. Yeah. It's like why? 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 Yeah. yeah. To start off with. Well, he's playing a white uh, man raised by Indians. Yeah. So he's not playing man, yeah, yeah. an Indian. Yeah. Oh, it's also it's it was shot by Dean Semler, who's like the cinematographer. For, he's Australian. Dances with wolves. Dances guy. with wolves. Yeah. Ah. Won the Oscar for that, and he filmed yeah. it because bits of it look cool. Like, yeah. You yeah. know, look nice. Oh, it looks like a nice western. Like yeah. it, it, it plays. It's got a cavalcade of people I like. In yes. The Awesome cast. Uh, Will Forte yeah. turns up early yep. on. Uh, 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 Steve Zahn, yep. who I loved through oh, the no, 90s. No, no, yeah, he yeah. was a great comedy sidekick he's in good. many films. He's yeah. pretty good in the film. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte's Nick in Nolte. it. Nick Nolte. 
He's uh, good. Uh, Nick Nolte sounds exactly like he does when he visits us. Yep. Chop to chop to chop to what? Oh Wait, my god! Huh? Speaking of, could it be? Jason just fled. Jason's gone to open the open I the got, helipad. I'm just gonna open the pa- oh. oh, hey guys! Hey, I heard you were uh, watching the uh, ridiculous sex. Yeah, yeah we Can watched I, it. Why did you do that movie? Money. Oh, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Adam Sandler. Uh, Adam Sandler kidnapped my children. Yeah, that <laughs> right. Like okay, fair enough. Uh, this was a piece of shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it really was. You um, because I thought when you visited us, you're you know, I thought, do you sound like that normally, or are you just going over the top for our podcast? But then when I watched this film, I went, I think that guys, why would I put on a voice like this? I don't know, <laughs> Nick Nolte. Uh, I don't I, know. I, you gotta you gotta live with what with what you're born with. Yeah. You know. I, uh, so in, I, I, in I the, got roped into this doing this film. Yeah. In the film, they yeah. say that you're dying of consumption. Did they just put that in there because you sound no, so I threw, sick? I, I threw that into every scene. <laughs> <laughs> right. Actually, cut it out. I am actually dying of consumption. Okay, right now. Right. I, I just want to apologize. Uh, well, you don't have to apologize. No, no, I do. I'm going to anyone who watches this film. I'm going to their house to apologize. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Uh, how how much of the film do they have to watch? Because Reed Workman watched five minutes of it before you he gave up. You have to see me in the film. All right, I don't think Reed Workman would have got to no. Nick Nolte. No, it was all the Indian stuff at the start. Yeah, Native yeah. American. Yeah, it was a piece of shit. This movie. Yeah, yeah. it kind of was. You know, I thought uh, comedy Sandler. You know, yeah. uh, it's gonna be good. Uh, yeah, I but on paper, script. did it look good? Because it's if you saw the cast I and can't the people read. in it, and <laughs> the, fair enough. Okay, someone read it to me. It sounded good. <laughs> okay, uh, but uh, then they started improvising all this racist shit. Yeah, you know, a lot of my I only read my scenes. Yeah, and sure. a lot of my scenes aren't that racist. No, that's true. true. That's yeah. true. Uh, imagine my surprise when I went to the Screaming of this film, yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> it's, if you're making a film um, in in modern day times, yeah, uh, and you're featuring American uh, Native Americans, yeah, someone's got to sit there at the writers' table and say, should you know, when someone suggests, we, you know, what would be funny if we used the names of the Native Americans as as comedy jokes, yeah, yeah, like yeah. If the good looking woman's example, name is Smoking Fox, Smoking yeah. Fox, wouldn't that be hilarious? How and, hilarious. And, and what about if we called the sort of saucy one Never Wears a Bra? Yeah. Never Wears Bra because it's not racist or sexist. Yeah, at surely all. someone in the room put their hand up and went, um. I don't know if we should do that because yeah. a it's not really that funny yeah. and b I think the time for trying to make that funny is probably past. Yeah, like that was like probably maybe sixty years ago. It's yeah. like I, uh, I I tried to advise against that uh, joke in there where, where they said they, the gang rides up to uh, the Native Americans and you know and says, "Oh look, hey, uh, you 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 smell like beaver breath," <laughs> and, and the woman goes, "How do you know my name?" Yeah, yeah. hilarious That's comedy. Not, that's that's not cutting it. All no. I can imagine was that that was Rob Schneider. Yeah. In, in the writer's room going, wait, 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 wait. Guys. Beaver breath. We, yeah. use, you know, we guys, use the names for comedy. Yeah. I, I was looking for the shitter one time on this film, yeah. and I accidentally walked into the writer's room, and it was three monkeys and a baby. <laughs> that's, that's who was writing this film. Yeah. Right, yeah. And then you took a shit in there, and that, that was half the script. Nick yeah. Nolte shits anywhere. A, <laughs> I'm a, sorry. I Nick Nolte shit in the woods. Yeah, I shit right here and right now. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. okay. We're used to it. it. Smells like roses. I <laughs> use it for compost. <laughs> okay, guys. I just want to apologize. Oh, the, well, Thanks, Nick. Thank you for, we do appreciate yeah, that. Thanks for taking the time. That was two that's hours right. of our life. I yeah. stole Michael's helicopter to get chopped to be here. You're getting oh, wow. bold, Nick Nolte. Yeah. Yeah, you, but you are dying of consumption. Okay. I got to go get a drink. Okay. okay. All right, bye. See you, right, I think there's some red wine in the children's stocking. I'm on it. <laughs> Guys, it was a helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. That was the real Nick really? Nolte. Yeah. The star of Ridiculous Six. The oh, Nick wow. Nolte. What was he doing here? Apologizing. apologizing. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fair enough. This movie is like it was written by fucking 10-year-olds. 15-year-olds yeah. at best. Yeah. At yeah. best. And and like Adam Sandler, who's supposed to carry the film, is like doing the dark kind of stranger. Like yeah. yeah, or Hayden Christensen. Yeah, on oh, opium, yeah. like just a kind of. I actually blah, started to. Film. I, I started yeah. to like uh, Adam Sandler in the fact that he wasn't. He was not over the top. You would expect Adam Sandler to be in the middle of this film, just go fuck this shit. Right. I'm just going to ham it up as much as you know. I'm just yeah. going to go over the top, Sandler. 
and he, he kept it pretty he played it pretty straight. Like I mean, you know, straight, not super straight, but um he he kept it down the line. Like he he was basically the straight man. He didn't do yeah. many funny things. That's true, yeah. Um yeah. so he was basically the straight man while all this funny sh- funny in inverted commas uh, stuff was happening around him. Yeah. So I started to appreciate when you're looking for anything to attach to go, that wasn't so bad. I thought that <laughs> Adam Sandler for once underplayed it. Yeah. More than he normally would. Right. And I give him half a tick. But I, I don't even get Because I was like, what film are you in? I would rather have him played yeah, like the same film that he's in. But he was like playing his own Batman story, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, his mother gets killed. Spoilers. Don't watch the film. It doesn't even matter. Uh, and, and then he... Um, yeah, so he's playing like this Batman type hero character. He's playing this Native American spirit power kind of dude. He's got ninja powers. He's got ninja Native American powers. Yeah, and the first, so the opening scene, you know, the opening scene bit uh, where, where we learn about Sandler. Yeah. He takes on a gang who've come to harass his fiance, yeah. Smoking Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Alarm bells ringing. Yeah. Um, and um, he was abnormally like plastic surgeried. Like American woman hot, you know what I mean? Like that fake Barbie doll. That was the thing. thing, and like woman who doesn't wear bra. Or yeah, like there's a shot where she's wearing like this tiny, skimpy little kind of yeah. tunic thing, which is like gigantic nipple erections yeah. and things. And it's like this is, but then you've got him being all dark and mysterious, and then you've got like flash over to here. It's like bam, yeah, like yeah. just weird, like just so um, weird. Very strange. But when they showcased his. Uh, Powers when he's fighting up, yeah. when he's fighting these guys that could have been awesome like yeah. like like when he thro- he throws this bag of flour in the air and while the flour's in the air he goes and he smacks um, some people guys, he, he yeah. does that like three or four times like yeah. the flash but, like super fast yeah 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 um, it could have been like those the, what's the Korean one like shell in soccer and stuff yeah. you know that kind of comedy action yeah. where they've yeah. got fucking mad skills yeah. and stuff but like, the way they do it like the yeah. execution of this scene where they're showcasing his skills makes it look so stupid yeah. And so uninterested, like you just like fuck off, and like it's just like yeah. them. Like, like it's like Warner Brothers, like a Warner Brothers cartoon. I would have sort of turned thing, it off like after the five minutes too if yeah. we weren't obliged to watch the. Yeah, rest yeah. Of like why yeah. don't you try to make this cool? Like this could have. Yeah, fuck this, yeah. If you just taken a different approach, this is what I mean. This film could have been good if someone had just slapped a few of the creatives around the face and go make this good. Yeah, take stop out all that this, shit. Stop making this stupid and make it good. But this is the first in a six-picture deal that Sandler has with Netflix. Exclusive Why would they things. do that? It's because people love Adam Sandler. He's the biggest star in America. Like, I'm not shitting you, box office I was reading. I was reading some reviews and they were saying that Adam Sandler now, like... People grew up with him like our age yeah. with Happy Gilmore and stuff yep. and still want to enjoy his work but no longer do because he's actually... He's stayed put. No, he's aiming at younger than we were. Like he's shooting for a younger audience than, than he was we with, with Happy Gilmore. Right. right. Like, so we were like 20s, you know, yeah, 20s yeah, yeah. So, and we thought that was sort of funny. Yep. Uh, but now he's aiming for your 10 to 15 year olds. Oh, right. right. Like that, that's... That's where the comedy is pitched. Right. So there's lots of really gross, you know. That makes more sense looking at um, this movie. Yeah. Then. And I think maybe it does resonate with that. Well, if you're aiming for 10 group. to 15 year olds, don't rate it M15 plus. That is like, a that is a danger. Make but, a film that's rated like but that. But wasn't isn't Star Wars isn't the new Star Wars rated M? It is M, but not MA fifteen plus. Okay. Yeah, like, but so I also saw in the thing that it's PG. Like I saw that? like in the papers and stuff, oh, right. it's got the ads and stuff. It's like PG, and it's like ah, oh, because you were saying it's M. It's M, yeah. And then I'm seeing PG, so but I it's not M. Knows, MA is the one where it, the limit applies. M is yeah. like a guideline saying there's mature things. You've got to be, yeah. yeah. Like a kid can't go to an M unless there's a parent there. And the parents yeah, yeah. like, look, I'm I'm making the choice for the kid. Yeah, yeah. He can see this. There are heaps of young kids film. in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's but, not uh, like market. Don't anyone yeah. watch this film. This should be rated nothing. Like no one watched this film. Rated A for avoid. I like Luke Wilson. He carries himself with a certain charm, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, look, there's a he's, few people he's, in He's here. kind of playing it he's playing it straight as well. Like he's not ridiculous and he's he f- carries real angst about what happened and it felt truthful, whereas nothing else with yeah. all these people. Should we and, and uh, uh, should we go through the ridiculous six? Uh, yeah, but, sure. Yeah. Give yeah. a hint of the storyline at yeah. least. Well, uh, uh, Adam Sandler is looking has to wants to go rescue his father. So his father gets yeah, so kidnapped. Who is Nick Nolte? Yeah. Who's Nick he's Nolte? Real, he's real because he's been raised by Indians. He didn't, yeah. he never knew his dad. But then Nick Nolte shows up at the Indian camp uh and wants to forge new bonds. He's 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 got a lot of treasure, much like Spotty Bearded Dave yeah. with the feminist pirates. He goes, I've I've done a lot of stealing in my time, and I've buried some treasure just out of 
just out yeah. of town. Yeah. Uh, and I want I want to give it to you because I'm dying of consumption. And uh, D- Danny Trejo is part of his gang, and that he follows him to the Indian place and says uh, and kidnaps him. He kidnaps and, Nick and says, Nolte. Yeah, Nick Nolte, and says we're we're going to take you to uh, you've got to lead us to where the treasure's buried. Yeah. Uh, and Adam Sandler's gone. I lost my mum to a guy who has a weird tattoo in his hand. Now Danny Trejo, mind you, is the only ethnic person who's actually playing. An ethnic person. <laughs> Is that this. Right? There's a couple of uh, older Indians in there, but generally, all of the people who are um, who are in the cast, apart from uh, the African American guy who actually, who plays one of the brothers, yeah. yeah. The other guy is that fat guy from Lost. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, he's um, he's Mexican. Yeah, he's, he's Mexican. Yeah, okay. but, but he's not in the film. No, no, no. Like he's actually yeah. He's like he's like oh, 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 he's the big guy from Lost. Yeah, yeah. Jorge, so, Jorge Garcia or something. Or? Yeah, yeah. So he uh, so Danny Trejo takes Nick Nolte yeah. uh, away to, uh, away on a journey to the singing windmill where yeah. the, where Nick Nolte says the treasure is buried. Yeah, but um, but. We suspect that there is no treasure buried there. So Sandler and wants to go and rescue him because he let his mum... Yeah, they bonded They bonded overnight. So he didn't want to leave uh, his father's fate in the same hands. His mother defended him and now it looked yeah. like he and got shot and died. And then he was raised by Indians. Now his father's defended him from this gang uh, and his village and been taken away. And he doesn't want to let his dad go out like that. So he's decided to go off and find... The uh, he's got to raise the, the money. He, yeah, he, knows, he needs fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. So on his journey, he begins to meet people yeah. uh, who all have a loose connection yeah. to his father. But yeah. what he decides to do, just to, just to clarify, is that he decides to be like Robin Hood. He's going to raise the fifty thousand by stealing from bad people. Yeah. yeah. Again, a good idea. Plot Again, wise. Yeah, yeah, I'm like that's yep. a, that's a good idea, but totally awesome. It's executed so badly. Yeah. <laughs> and so as he goes through a various scrapes and stuff, he starts meeting people who have uh, and retracing his father's steps uh, to get back to this point where the singing wimble is. Mm-hmm. But as he does, he meets five other people along the way uh, who are. His half brothers. Yeah, they're yeah. all Nick Nolte's sons. Because Son, Nick Nolte yeah. has been a dirty dog. He has slipped around, around yeah. um, and he's left so sons he meets, in every port. He meets uh, Rob Schneider first. Yeah, uh, he's and playing a Mexican. Yeah, poorly. Like he gets to play two different type of races. I wrote yeah. as soon as he appeared on screen. I wrote fucking Rob Schneider yeah. Yeah. in yeah. exclamation marks. Yeah, and it pretty much summed up what was wrong with this yeah. film. The, this film had been Rob Schneidered. Yeah, yeah, I felt yeah. Like. yeah. Fuck. What is oh. the Rob Schneider effect? How and is he around? I don't know how he Adam Sandler. Exists. That's Adam Sandler. how he must have fucking dirt on him. Yeah, because why? <laughs> what the fuck? Why uh, would you? he's death? And uh, on the Rob Schneider, um, another f- show appeared on Netflix called The Real Rob. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which seemed to be along the line. I thought, oh, so he's doing like a like a Louis or yeah, um, right. as, he, as he's Ansari. He's making a little sitcom where he's yeah. the main character. Yeah. I watched. I watched about ten minutes of it. It is the biggest pile of shit. Really? He. he it's 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 been Rob Schneider because it's about <laughs> Rob Schneider. It's Rob Schneider playing Rob Schneider. And it is terrible. Like, Ouch. give you put yourself through ten minutes of real Rob, and you will you will know real pain. Oh, oh god. god. Um. Yeah. So so we meet Rob Schneider. We meet a bunch of other people, and there's people popping up along the way who I love. Yeah. Uh. uh there's uh Chris Parnell. I think his yeah, name is. Yeah. He runs uh, the bank. Yeah. He plays. He's the bank. And the bank robbing scene again. Was really good idea, just just shittily executed. And the timing is all off. Yeah. Isn't it? Like the action sequence of that is all. It's all Steve messed Buscemi up. Steve Buscemi turns up. Yeah. Harvey Keitel, John yeah. Turturro, yeah. all these great nineties people who I love. Yeah. And and I just like every time, just so disappointed. Like the um the death of Harvey Keitel was a great like it was a good thing, and uh, and, and but it was just poorly ex- executed and so bad. That's yeah. with this film. This is the only film, every film we've watched has maybe one good actor or one or two kind of carrying it and things. Yeah. Uh, and this is the first comedy we've watched and it's not funny. Like, it's, it's got money and it's got script and it's got everything. It's, it's like, got star it, power. It's got yeah. all of the stuff. And it's still shit. It's like it's still so all bad. the other ones you can go. Well, stranded is bad. It's got no budget. Clearly, Brats yeah. is bad because it's not aimed at us, and it's also just fucking awful. Yeah. You know, but this film shouldn't be like this. Film's got everything in place. Yeah, yeah. it's just got. But it's, pe- just it's, shit. it's just it's a perfect example of what happens when people don't say no to to the creatives. When so, people so, don't rein it in yeah. and yeah. say, "Well, that might seem funny to you now in the writers' room, yeah. and you're making each other laugh, but that's yeah. not gonna. It's not gonna work." Taylor uh, Lautner as well played a yokel yeah. brother. Yeah, Taylor from brother. Twilight. Yeah. yeah, he played a cross between Forrest Gump yeah. and, and Ben Ben Stiller's character, 
Um, the the oh, like full, full tard. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. that character that he plays, yeah, where, he's that, where is he gets Timmy warned, or something. No. Never go full tard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he's like a cross between that, but he's more Forrest Gump in the end, really, because yeah. he sort of narrates bits of it as well. And oh. yeah, and he's simpleton. Oh, you know, this movie would be at least half an hour shorter if they didn't rehash the entire plot every time they met another one of the brothers. Yeah, yeah. Like almost <laughs> every scene I noticed was like the first five minutes of it mm. was them rehashing the story yeah. up to that point yeah. with the new character. Like it happened almost every fucking time. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, and it follows so uh, a, a progression, this film. It's it's set set pieces where um where they're raising the money. So there's lots of set pieces of yeah, heist kind of stuff. Which, which should be great, isn't. No. Yeah. Uh, and then each sort of big name character that comes in, your Steve Buscemi's and your John Turturro's gets like a Lazzi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Steve Buscemi has the Lazzi of the ointment where yeah. they're all in his which doctor's office. Which was the office. only one I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, it's sort of funny, but also like gross funny. Yeah. Uh, and by then, anything involving the donkey... The, yeah. the Schneider Lazzi basically involves donkey. Uh, donkey diarrhea. Yeah. Which. Uh, Explosive donkey diarrhea. When it first happened, I was like, what? Yeah. what? Why Why is this allowed to be in the film? And then it becomes a running thing. I'm like, yeah. well, at least it wasn't just this weird one off donkey diarrhea thing. But also, really, you want donkey diarrhea yeah. to be an ongoing yeah. Yeah. sort of theme running of the gag. film? Um, and so, and the Lazzi of the ointment with Steve Buscemi involved a bit of donkey butt. So yeah. I was like, Ugh. I was over donkey butts. By yeah, that. it was all. <laughs> John yeah. Turturro's Lazzi of the baseball rules. I found that was that was good. I, I was that was kind of clever. I, I quite enjoyed it. It was yeah. like John Turturro. They meet John Turturro, and he agrees to tell them where um where his dad's where the dad's gone if they help him play. Baseball. He's basically inventing time. baseball yeah, yeah. on the fly, and the rules are basically being made up so that he he wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything, and they become the present day. So he's got all these rules, and he keeps changing them on the fly to allow to him suit to himself. stay in and stuff. But and that, they end up becoming the rules. Yeah. They, they run out of Which time at cute. the end, and so it's like they only play nine innings. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. felt like a s- great sketch out of context of the oh, film. Totally, Completely totally. out of context. It makes no yeah. Yeah. nothing. No characters change because of that. What happens there? Yeah. Nothing in the story changes. And John Stewart is not credited. Isn't he? No. It's like, take me out. Yeah. No, take me. Blur my face. I checked all the credits afterwards. He's not credited. Well, um, it was the it was one of the few scenes where I was I was happy to watch it. Got, yeah. Like as as they were doing the baseball thing, I was like, that's funny. Yeah. 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 Um. But yes. Yeah. But that's, and, and that's all the, you can say I, about I that. I managed two pages of notes, oh, and we talked about most of them are why and what the fuck. Yeah, and, fucking <laughs> Rob Schneider. Uh, uh, David Spade comes into it at the that's end. That's right. And and uh, uh, Custer and Vanilla Ice yeah. as Mark Twain. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah. It was Vanilla Ice. Ice. Vanilla Ice. Because yeah. I'm like, who the hell is under all that makeup? Yeah. And it was Vanilla Ice. Wow. So Mark Twain was Mark Twain. Yeah. He's kind of speaking straight. Like, yeah. like he's a gangster kind of thing. Like yeah. it's Mark Twain rapping, basically. Yeah. Sort it was, of thing. Which again, was a bizarre kind choice. Of, it wasn't disinteresting. No, but, but it, it was kind of funny. Either. It was kind of funny, but it just nothing fit together. Yeah. Yeah. It was a series of disparate ideas. So yeah. my notes end with uh, just this. This Giant, sucks. This sucks. <laughs> and I see some Rob thing about it. I said Rob Schneider doing a different Mexican accent because towards the end. His poor Mexican right. uh, had to dress up and, and uh, be a pretend, rich Mexican. Yeah, yeah. So he was doing a different Mexican accent, at which point I wrote, this sucks, and threw my pen across the room. <laughs> uh, it were, uh, it was, it, it's a disaster, guys. Uh, don't just... watch it. And I'm sorry if we encouraged you to watch this. Uh, hopefully <laughs> you have... had more sense than, uh, and you actually turned it off and went, I can't do it. Uh, uh, but it's it, it gets a nothing. I want me. someone to take this story, remake it yeah. as a good. Oh, maybe maybe we should do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like this is a movie that could be good. It's got some good ideas. Uh, yeah, like what you've got is a uh, your basic underdog hero journey on yeah. a journey who accumulates a ragtag Getting bunch. Getting the team together goes Fuck on yeah. heists. You can't. How can you get that wrong? That is fucking Hollywood gold. <laughs> Oh, watch any film where they're getting a gang of people together. How can you get it wrong? The first brother he meets is fucking Rob Schneider. That's, right. yeah. Yeah. That's how you can get yeah. that wrong. Yeah. So I give this film zero donkey shits. Yeah. I'm giving... Oh, I feel so sorry for Luke Wilson. I'm, yeah. I'm I feel giving, sorry for everyone in this thing. I'm, yeah, actually, because there's a whole bunch of awesome people yeah. in this. I don't, yeah. yeah, I can't give it anything. I've never thrown my pad away in disgust. <laughs> After five minutes, like, no, nah, fuck it. Nah, you, you get nothing more from me. <laughs> no donkey re- shits from Carl. No, no donkey shits from me. Nothing. Um, I'm gonna, I'm giving it I'm giving it 
negative five. Wow. That's right. I've never gone. I've always given someone half. Yeah. You're giving this donkey enemas. I'm giving a, I'm giving a one for potential. Right. And then negative six for lack of execution. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Fuck. it's it's a two-hour waste of time. So <laughs> if you have someone you don't like, wait till they're sick, then put this on. Yeah. And, <laughs> and take put, the and remote put, away put from Put the remote out of their reach. <laughs> this is how the Americans are going to torture their prisoners from now on. Oh, just mate. they'll sit them down and just fucking watch this on loop. Have you heard that uh, of that podcast, The Worst Idea Ever? No, which no. is uh, At first, they, these guys decided to watch Grown Ups 2 once, uh, Grown Ups once a week, every week. Right. And then podcast about it. And right. then I think this second film was grown up to, I'm pretty sure that this will be the next one on that. <laughs> Can you imagine what kind of existential questions you get into <sighs> after like just watching this over and over and over again? I reckon there's... Um, thinking of 10.0 Earthquake and San Andreas, yeah. and wouldn't that be a perfect double at the Asta? Like, yeah, right. Because like, you yeah. had the shit one. And, the, and yeah. so I reckon... Ridiculous six followed by Hateful Eight yeah. could be a good double as yeah. well. Well, like let's, let's hope that Hateful Eight is. I've amazing. got high hopes. Yeah, There's I've so many things hopes. that like because like I, I'm assuming Hateful Eight is his version of the. Kurosawa yeah, yeah. one which and then there's the Magnificent Seven which is the Western which is based on the Kurosawa yeah. and then he's got the you know there's the Ridiculous Six which is kind of you know he's the knife guy Indian and yeah, all, yeah. you know like it's all they're all kind of it's weird they should do a marathon at the Astor of all those ones yeah, yeah. yeah. oh god uh, so don't watch it no <laughs> and if you yeah no and I'm sorry if you did I'm really sorry uh, so it's going to be two weeks before our next release which is our How About Reminisce episode uh, which we're about to record right now yeah uh, but you won't hear it for two weeks Weeks because uh, Jason and Rick are gallivanting around the world. Suckers. Uh, we, m- we might uh, pop up a few kind of uh, five-minute bits. Uh, just, just Jason singing along to his iPod, <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to be a static detective. Static, no we, static. We've been static-free this episode. Static-free. Fucking audacity. Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah, so 2016 is a static-free static year. Static-free thus far. Fuck Ooh. yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, thanks very much for tuning in. Uh, we'll Tell all your to friends again. who stopped listening because of the static that they can come on back on board. Get on board. Static free train. <laughs> we'll uh, talk to you again in two weeks. All right, bye. Night, Bria. Bye, Bria. Bye, Good night, Bria. Yes, it did become hard to listen to those headphones. Yeah. Mm, I got <laughs> it's... Um, <laughs>